about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? We care. Gross. <laughs> Honey, one of my favorite things about your career are all the interesting people I've met. Ugh, tell me about it. You work with so many cool people. Uh-huh, go on, tell me about it. Sebastian, he came to our wedding. Jeff, he came to our wedding. Uh, other people came to our wedding that you work with, they've become your family. Does it matter that Sebastian did not come to our wedding? Well, he was invited. But he was invited and you have met him. So it's like the same difference. Yeah. And every time I see him, it's like, this is, we're connected, you know, because we know you so yes. intimately. You're the connector. Ooh, intimate. Yeah. Sebastian and you are intimate, I would say. Yes. We do call each other nicknames. Uh, we call each other bitch, like, On just the regs. A, like a pet name. And I do too. Yes. I'm like, bitch, get in here. Term of endearment. I think that's what you told me. That's what you said to rile me off the couch that I would come and do this, right? Yeah. You were just napping and I was like, listen, bitch, we said we were going to do this podcast weekly. It's go time. You said, bitch, get the fuck up and sh it really it's bitch. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down, down But you did the opposite. Yeah. I was like, bitch, wake the fuck up and get the hell up, bitch. <laughs> Yes. What episode is that? I forget who said that to who. Alyssa Edwards, Deep Cut. Yeah. RuPaul Season 7. Inside Drag, if you will. Yeah. That's going to be our spinoff podcast. Inside Drag. Yeah. Ooh, that is a good spinoff podcast. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> really, that's like all I want to talk about. And that's what so much of our marriage is based on. So much, let's say 30 to 40%. That's a lot. <laughs> I would say so much, you know, so much could mean 5%. Yeah, it was overestimating. Anyway. Who'd she yell that at? Ooh, who did she yell that at? Was it a, was it an untalked or an episode? I think this is like serious deep cut. Uh, yes, it was an, it was an in and untucked on her season, season five, mm -hmm. where she yelled that I think... At Serena Chacha, who is a sort of like un an unremarkable queen who left like, I think on the second episode of that season, who yeah. everyone really fucking hated. She was like pretentious and kept talking mm -hmm. about how she was in art school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember her. So anyway. Well, we're, already, we're already proving one of our first reviews we've gotten. This review was uh, is an official write-up on the Instagram of Paul's Real Mom on Instagram. <laughs> our dear friend... <laughs> Heather says, uh, uh, their podcast, ridiculous, hilarious, and an honest podcast about love, life, and tearing down the patriarchy. Oh, she said, rambling, rambling on, rambling yeah, on. Yeah, you missed, you missed the, the, the important, important word. <laughs> I'm proving that we like to ramble. We go on tangents, and that's how we roll. It's like, we're over here, we're over here, we're over there, yeah. we're up, we're down, we're left, we're right. Which is why I'll bring us back to this idea of your coworkers who are just great. <laughs> And you work with so many cool people. You were, it sounds like you work with some real nightmares too, just like any of us in any field. I mean, I think I've left a lot of those days behind me. Yeah, there must be some people. There's got to be somebody you hate currently though. Hun, they're, they're there. Don't. Don't. No, I'm just kidding. I'm don't. Just kidding. Don't do it. <laughs> oh God, we can't do these voices on air. Oh these my. These are our private voices. So yes, there are amazing people I've worked with and- one of the people who is near and dear to my heart, her name is Kari. Kari Dad. Kari Dad. Uh, and 
we work together at a fashion company Mm -hmm. and uh, she does not work there anymore, but we have remained in touch and she is fabulous in so many ways. I met her at a dinner party like a month ago and she's hysterical. We're like, we got to get this spirit on. Who cares? We got to get this bitch in Bushwick. Have a seat and tell us the tea. Yeah, so we did. Check out our interview with Cotty Dell. How's it going, Caradell? It's going great. All right. So you are from... your neck. <laughs> Aside from my neck. Yeah. Sorry to hear that. So you have a crick in your neck at the moment. I do. I slept over my parents mm-hmm. uh, over Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and I slept on the sofa and then I woke uh, up and I couldn't move. That's all, you, that's all that takes. That's all a- it takes. And I am a, I am a uh, white boy from the Hudson Valley of New York and I just say crick in my neck. <laughs> Because I, cur- I, I currently have one. Well, I'm I'm wondering if that's a word that gets used. Uh, I've heard it, but only in movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I saw a Mary Kate and Ashley movie where she's like, "I have a crack in my neck." <laughs> How have you been describing it to people? Um, I have a stiff neck. Mm. Or like my neck mm-hmm. is stiff. That's yeah. very metropolitan. <laughs> no, she is the cosmopolitan. Yeah. <laughs> So you said that you stayed over at your parents' house for Thanksgiving and you are born and raised here in NYC, Nespa? What? <laughs> I was born and raised here in New York City. I think it's me and, I mean, two other people left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's a transplant at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I grew up, I was born and raised in New York. I in what lived part? uptown Manhattan like a very Dominican, my family's Dominican, so we lived in Inwood, which is bordering Washington Heights. And so I grew up there until I was about eight, and then we moved into the Bronx, and then another place in the Bronx. So I'm very much an uptown girl. Uptown girl. I'm just discovering Brooklyn now, which is kind of crazy because I'm 29. Mm. I'm like, oh. I didn't know. But I feel so at home in Brooklyn. Oh. Which is crazy. You made quite a voyage for us tonight, and we really appreciate Truly. it. Truly. Oh, it was my pleasure. I love to be here. How I many go- How many trains did it involve? Only two. Okay, good. I don't feel guilty. Yeah, how long door to door? Three trains. I would feel bad about it. Oh, an hour. All right. That's great. All right, That's good. not terrible. Yeah, it really wasn't bad. Also, because the L train is actually working this, oh, e- this weekend. Mm. So this is a rare, yeah. <laughs> a real, rare experience for us all. But so, I'm very happy that you made it all the way here. It's such guys. a pleasure. Yeah. We wanted to have you here because I met you just recently, just mm-hmm. a few weeks ago you at did. a work party. <laughs> you did. I got to go to a work party that y'all were having and uh, you two have such a special <laughs> magic between the two. How do you, how did you guys get this magic? Where do you know each other from? <laughs> well, how did we get this magic? First of all, I hated Ross. <laughs> oh. Shit. It's not the first person that said that. Because that then I fell was in an love. intern, and she treated me as such. Oh, <laughs> I did. And she what job is zero. this? Ross does, Ross does so many jobs. What? What is this? What is this? Well, so, maybe give, we won't say the exact business, yeah. like just for styling. Listeners, just in case, somebody who doesn't know any either of you or me, just give a general description of the workplace. So I was interning at an e-com fashion company, and mm. Ross was a is a freelance stylist there and that's how i met her because i was actually one of our mutual friends zach yes. i was his intern oh 
Oh, I didn't know that you answered directly to him. I did. Which just seems so ridiculous. Wait, did Zach show up to the job and just be like, I come with an intern? It appears that way. No. <laughs> but, but once they started hiring full-time stylists, because I predate mm. full-time stylists, right, right. they started hiring interns mm. for them, which was also just like a weird dynamic, which... Is probably where some of the shade came from. Yeah, I want to hear, like, hear some more about this first impression of, of Ross. Oh, God. I feel <laughs> terrible. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you never, you never said anything rude to me or I don't think. You, no, I just didn't you acknowledge just did. you. <laughs> you were just, it's literally like there was no one in the room. Yeah. <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> like, oh kiki, 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 with everybody in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like steaming her clothes. <laughs> What did you do that consciously, Ross? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, probably mm-hmm. to some extent, not personally, like not yeah. to her, right. but it was like a blanket sweep of interns because there really had been so many terrible ones, like at the jump, and we also didn't really get help from them also right. so there was like this weird dynamic of like freelancers you don't get interns full-timers you get interns nobody's introducing anyone right that's the biggest problem that's the biggest problem yeah. like nobody introduces anyone and everyone no. just kind of exists at the same time in the same space <laughs> yes. yeah and which so- is like a problem in the fashion industry in general i would say probably is that there's just a lot of like stone cold yeah. and is this is this like five years ago when is this oof Maybe like um, four, four, four years ago, four years I think. Okay. Yeah. So you don't mind that you're going into like interview mode of like our relationship. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to build context here. Oh, you love that. Uh, <laughs> so this, so you came to fashion as an intern. Yeah. Uh, but you were a little older than the yeah, rest of the interns yeah. too, sounds, right? Sounds a little later, later to the game. Which if I had so known that. I had such a... <laughs> I've kind of had a bizarre life. And I just want to say you're a very youthful person. Like if I just Thank met you, you, I'd think maybe you're 24, maybe you're 32. That Who flawless knows? skin, I want to rip it off your face. It's coconut told, oil. I've told her this. Oh. Also melanin because yeah. she Dominican. My okay. mom has great skin. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you came to fashion late. Oh, I did. I did. Take us. Let's go Take back. back. Let's go back uh, to... Like, where would you want to start, you think? Like, where did things get weird? Well, no, actually, I know the perfect, I know the perfect place to start. Didn't you go to LaGuardia High School? I did go fame. to LaGuardia You went to the Fame High School. I really did. Do and you have to audition to go to that high school? Yes. It at was what age? Like, when you're in 13, middle school? 13. I started training for the audition at the age of 11. In oh what? In my what? God. For a- acting, right? For acting. So, I went to this middle school called Manhattan East, and we had this... Anne Rattray, this incredible drama instructor, and she was very serious about getting her kids into LaGuardia. So, I mean, at the age of 11, oh my you God. know, she had us doing like Holocaust monologues. Oh my God. <laughs> like you were just raped or like um, sense memory where we would all sit in a circle and then she'd start yelling at me like your father doesn't love you. Oh my God. At, at 11. At 11. Yeah. So... I, it was worth it. I got in. And did you uh-huh. always know, like, as a little kid, were you just, like, this performative little kid that you knew that that's... You wanted something in that world? Um, Actually, it was... In middle school was when I... No, actually, elementary school, I started kind of acting. Mm. I was in... Like, my mom 
always had to work. So I was always in after school programs mm -hmm. and I would stay till 6 p.m. And then in that after school program, there were all sorts of arts and drama. And so I got the lead in this little play <laughs> that we did. And that kind of was the beginning. Yeah. Do of you it remember all. any of those plays or musicals that you were in? I, it was like an original thing. And I was just a little girl who like wanted to adopt a dog or something. Mm. Did you ever do Gorgeous. the Nutcracker or <laughs> no. any of those? No. Nutcracker is more of like a, a ballet situation. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so I got into Manhattan East. Thankfully, I was there for three years. And then eighth grade. I mean, it was super intense in New York when you're in eighth grade and you're not affluent because mm. you you have to either get into a specialized high school mm -hmm. or you have to go to your local high school. And, you know, I was living in a not great area in the Bronx and the schools, like surrounding schools were not mm. great. Mm -hmm. So I, I took, my mom had me take the Catholic high school test <laughs> just in case. And then the specialized <laughs> high school test, which is Stuyvesant and Bronx Science and mm -hmm. all those schools. And then she, and then I auditioned for LaGuardia kind of out of my own wanting to do that. So I didn't get into any of the specialized high schools but I got into LaGuardia, which was amazing. And the the audition process oh my God. is absolutely insane. The line wraps around the building. Oh wow. my God. My mom came with me the first day, I remember, and it was so nerve-wracking. And I'll never forget, there were four levels. So I had to go back three more times. Oh my God. It's like America's Got Talent, no, but it, like people are just trying to go to school, like not win a million dollars. Exactly. Like yeah. this was just me trying to get a fair education. Oh yeah. God. Um, it was insane. And did you, did you go back to those, uh, those heavy trainings with that teacher? Like, were you like you drawing on that experience? For, I mean, she prepared us so well because I knew all the levels already. Mm -hmm. I came in knowing what I was going to have to do, like what sides I would have to read mm -hmm. or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I had been rehearsing my monologue for fucking years. Yeah. Like, two monologues. Which one did you do? Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. No, oh my God, please. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Oh my God, there was one where was I was... Was it from Mean Girls? Could you do pop culture, like like popular movies? That was not advised but people because at LaGuardia also when you become a senior you get to join the judges panel oh shit oh. for the kids coming in yeah 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 and the things that I have seen mm. <laughs> I kid you not somebody this young girl obviously she has 10 or 11 oh my god did an like little baby an entire scene from drumline <laughs> 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 but but by herself. So yeah. she was. She was doing all the parts. So she was Nick Cannon and the other girl. <laughs> she's I'm like. She's like, what do you want me to do? I don't know. This is oh. what I want to do forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, whatever. It was so. She's like, today is the day my life changes. It was. Oh, it was God. uncomfortable. It was sad. It's sad. Because you know somebody like encouraged her to do that. But you know what? Cheers to her for fucking having the balls to go out there and do it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Like she was like, I'm going to do drumline. Yeah. Get into this. Yeah. <laughs> but check this out, y'all. Guess what I'm about to drop. <laughs> I'm going to do what works for me. <laughs> so when you, when you go to LaGuardia High School, do they celebrate the fact that they were a part of this like iconic film that was 80s right yeah early well, 80s tv show and movie right i only know the the movie yeah i, I think was a there, movie. i think there was a sh i think i, I think it was right. a show too I think, like yeah. i remember like watching it as a kid 
But like you, you're obviously aware that you're going to this like cultural institution by the time you're accepted. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't aware of how big of a deal it was that I got in because I kind of had been training for it for a long time and I felt like, I think I got this. Yeah. Um, but out of and two, you did. 2,000 kids auditioned just for the theater department. Wow. And they took 70. Wow. Holy shit. That's crazy. Like, this was insane. Yeah. And that's really and insane. And you're 10, 11 years old? It's crazy. No, that's so no, 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 cool. no. You're 13. You're 13. But 13. still, I mean, like, talk about... <laughs> you got into LaGuardia. At 13, I was like... I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Like I'm trying to play field hockey and like blend in and like yeah. J. Crew sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was no like from an early age, you had to be competitive. And I'm yeah. always curious about that lifestyle is like being a teenager in New York City, getting on the train and like yeah. commuting to another borough to go to school every day. And like, I assume you just commute home alone. Like your, your parents no. aren't picking you up no, out in front of the school. Not at right? all. So at a very young age, well, I mean, I started commuting to a different borough from middle school. Yeah. So when I was in sixth grade, my stepdad would take me a few times. And then when I kind of figured it out, like I was on my own and mm -hmm. I would yeah. take the train and then a bus across town oh my God. to get to middle school. And so high school was similar. It was like an hour and change to get to school every morning. And then I think there were a few semesters where I got a zero period. Mm. Which was awful. So I would sleep at my grandma's who lives in Inwood. What's a zero period? Where like it started at like 7 a.m. Oh, it was awful. And do you have siblings? I do. I have a little brother. Um, he is, he just started high school. Wow. A little, little. Yeah. Did yeah. he get into a good one? Or? Yeah, he did. He's at Fordham Prep. Wow. Which is like an amazing school. Um, is that one that you have to take one of those tests for? You have to take a test. It's a private school, you know, yeah. it's like one of those. Yeah. But he's really happy. My parents are really happy. Good. Yeah. And is it connected to Fordham University? Yes. So there is like a good potential of getting into that college for if you sure. wanted to. For sure. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, fuck you, Fordham. They didn't give me any money. I was going to go there, but that's fine. <laughs> hey, we let go of grudges now. We're going to let go of that one. Whatever. It's fine. I was meant to be in Vermont. No, mm -hmm. I wasn't. So, so you go to, you go to fame high at LaGuardia, uh, you're doing plays, you're doing shows. Not even. Really? So here's another, Ooh, I'm giving you insider yes. secrets. Yeah. Give us the tea, please. So insider secret is that when you go to LaGuardia, you're not allowed to perform for the public until you are in a senior. Wow. Oh my God. Until your senior year. And it's called the spring drama festival. <laughs> oh, so are you just taking classes until so senior year? You're training. We take classes and there were scenes that we would do yeah. that you could invite your parents, but it was like just your parents would come to your classroom and watch you do mm. a scene. So no real productions. No, you are not allowed to perform. They thought you're not ready. Mm. That was their kind of mentality. Wow, that's so and are interesting. You, are you learning like like lighting and state? Like are you working no, so on there the shows? Was, there was a theater um, a tech department and yeah. they learned that, but we did, so we didn't have to take gym, which was amazing because mm. we took dance. So we did tap jazz. We did like theater history. We did acting classes. We did improv. We did Shakespeare. We did stage combat. Wow. I'm familiar. Mom's yeah. a theater teacher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what is it? Rapier and dagger. Oh my God. My mom loves a rapier and dagger, which is like learning stage combat with like 
swords. Yeah. Oh, they were like taught us how to juggle. Sure, of course. <laughs> mime. Mime. We did mime sure, as well. Of course. We did mime as Masks? well. Masks. Mask work. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, okay. No mask work. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they you got really, it. You really missed out. They, they shortchanged you. <laughs> yeah. So like half your. There were ten periods a day, and you would do five academic, one lunch, and four in your specialty. Wow. So, but it was so crazy because it's like you're in math class and you know that every other person in that room has some sort of extraordinary talent. Mm. Right. And so like class projects and everything that we did were so inspiring and amazing because of the musicians and the artists and the singers. Like walking down the hallway, people are playing guitar and it was like, or dancing. It was an incredible, incredible experience. That's, oh, that's really great. cool. Yeah. Was it ever overwhelming in a negative way? Like, you know, when like when I think of large groups of theater people, I think of just like people who are always on, always performing, like a little too much. Yeah. But did that ever affect you or was it pretty chill? It never it never felt like that, honestly. Wow. Yeah. We just had us because imagine if you're if you're there, like you, you're there to work. You're yeah. serious mm-hmm. people. So everyone was very like serious about their craft. <laughs> and you're sure. not like, you're not like trying to prove yourself exactly. to anybody. Exactly. Like that part's over with. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, just making me think about like, cause even though, you know, I did lots of theater and stuff in high school, but it was not competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it was like a private school where like pan- parents would get their like panties in a bunch mm-hmm. and like reach out mm-hmm. to my mom being like, why didn't you cast my kid for this? Oh my Be- God. And she like still deals with that bullshit like all the time. I feel really bad. It's terrible. Um, I feel bad for the kid. Mm. No, exa- <laughs> exactly. It's like, what, what Girl, are we you all don't have like, it. what are we all doing? Like uh, this isn't LaGuardia. Yeah. So like calm down, <laughs> please. Um, and I kind of thought that I wanted to go to like theater conservatory. Yeah, me too. Like after high school, you know, and I like made a VHS tape of like my dance performances and theater performances, like submitted that with like my applications and shit. And check out our Patreon. You can watch watch those videos. (laughs) Oh God, we should get them digitized. It'd be quite entertaining. Some really great Bjork pieces on there. I've got the VCR for that purpose. We Um, can do it. (laughs) Don't threaten me with a good time. Um, but I went to, I visited Tish like mm-hmm. the summer before junior. No, I guess it'd be senior year. Whenever you fucking apply. I don't know. Junior. Yeah. Uh, Cause it seemed earlier than you would be visiting schools and stuff, you know? And my parents and I went to Tish and were like taking a tour and stuff. And there were all these other kids there that I just immediately was intimidated by. Like mm-hmm. they were just so much more hardcore or easier at faking being confident that I was just, I, after that tour, I was like, no, no, no one's auditioning here. Like (laughs) (laughs) I will not be auditioning for any of these things. Like I just had zero confidence for that stuff. Like I think I probably had some talent, but Mm -hmm. did not have the skill set of like just showing up and being like, I can fucking handle this. So Carida, were you born with that confidence? I think so. Yeah, I think you were, bitch. I really do. And honestly, (laughs) um, being talented and being a good actor was my, like, my special power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I also went to school with a lot of, like, affluent people Mm -hmm. and people from different backgrounds. 
So I didn't have a lot of the things they had. Yeah. And I couldn't walk to school. You know, yeah, and yeah, no yeah. one made me sandwiches for lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's what made me cool, I guess, mm-hmm. was yeah. that, you know, like, oh, she's really good. And so everybody loved her because, or me, because I was like funny her. and talented. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and to me, that's that's what I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you probably carry that like, because you are a very funny lady. Thank uh, you. Ross <laughs> sings your praises all the time. And uh like you probably carry so many of the things that you learned and got good at in that high school with you into your life now. Is that accurate? Yeah, for sure. And I, and I still remember, and I still keep in touch with my high school friends. That's good. Um, I'm having like coffee with one on Tuesday and then drinks with another on, on Friday. Nice. Yeah. Which is also cool because we all live in the city. And so it's harder to lose touch because we're yeah. still yeah. in the same place did you go to high school with like Shia LaBeouf or anybody we might know <laughs> no I went I did go to school with Emily Mead I think is the biggest name that came out of my year mm-hmm. I recognize uh, the name but what what has she done she did a movie with 50 cent I'm pretty oh. sure oh. <laughs> and then but um I and forgive me Emily she has done she so much more <laughs> yeah <laughs> she has done so much more I just remember the 50 cent movie <laughs> Emily thanks for listening rate and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> and Molly Ranson, Molly Ranson, who was amazing, was on Broadway um, and did a few shows. That's cool. That's great. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I would imagine that there would be some like triple threats happening mm-hmm. at LaGuardia oh, where sure. they're like headed to Broadway. Oh my God. And a lot of working actors. Yeah. That's too. awesome. Yeah. Like kids that had agents and well, I can't come in because I have an audition. But LaGuardia really frowned upon that actually. They really? didn't they didn't want you They're working. like, we said wait till senior year. Yeah. You're not yeah. ready for You're this. You're not ready. They were yeah. They did were Did you uh did you ever do any law and order or anything like that? You ever play a dead body? <laughs> no. <laughs> I saw you posted something on your Instagram oh, okay. the other day. So that was my middle school Oh, so remember during middle school, I was with Anne Rattray, this mm-hmm. drama teacher. I've got to look this woman oh, up. Oh my God. And she is the mother of the guy who plays the brother in Home Alone. The mother <laughs> of like, the guy you know who the plays mean the brother? brother. The diagram. Oh, the like oh, chubby yeah, mean guy. Yeah, yeah. That's her son. Mm. <laughs> and also like these classes were, oh my God. You loved her. I loved her, but like these classes also, I couldn't afford her. Aww. She got, she ended up, I think, getting the boot from my middle school. And I was like, oh my God, mom, I need to, I need, I need her. I need her to get in. Yeah. And so she, she was hosting private lessons in mm. her house. Of course. But I don't remember how much they were, but they were expensive. And my mom was like, Gotti, I was like, I really can't. What does she call you? Gotti. Aww. Um, Gotti Dell. <laughs> what is Car- Cara Dell? Gotti Dell. Gotti Dell. I've never heard that name. Yeah, she made it up. Really? <laughs> she really did. I love it. I love it. Because it sounds like Cate uh, Dral, like church. Oh, okay. I know a little I've Spanish. I've never heard that. Un, un poco. Isn't church? Oh, Iglesia. No, Iglesia is church. But what is Catedral is Catedral. A cathedral. Cathedral, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, I don't know, it reminds me of that. Um. Yeah, my mom, my grandmother's name is Caridad and my great-grandmother's name is Caridad and my mom 
wanted that, but not exactly. Dad, you're saying? Yes, which yeah. means charity. Oh, and it's also oh. like a chain of Spanish restaurants named Daddy Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know about this. No. You don't? No. Okay. We haven't gone yet. <laughs> That'll be our next. Is it uptown? There's, I mean, there are like. Are they around? Yeah, it's a chain. And what's your middle name? How do you I don't have one. Oh. And what's your la- last name? Unless Cruz. you don't want. No, Caridel Cruz. Caridel Cruz. Caridel Cruz. Caridel. And I named my dog Penelope. Oh, Penelope that's hilarious. I, I, said, that. I was like, I should have told her to bring fucking Penelope. I always thought about it. And then Ugh. I was like, let me not. And Next she's, time. A, she's a dachshund? A mini dachshund, yeah. Cute. Next time. Please Next. bring Penelope. So you are an ac- you're an actor through and through. You have an actor dog daughter. As well. <laughs> I'm a stage. I'm a momager. Actually, yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are very momager these I, days. I'm 100 momager. You, you are- should see me around around Halloween with Penelope. <gasps> yeah. What? You you are big business. You're momager. You take care of business. House of consistency. Yeah. Nobody's wearing a blazer like. Yeah, so when I met you, you strolled into this dinner party in a blazer, turtleneck, and warm-up pants, <laughs> but wearing them with full full, full executive realness. Thank you. You just got out of your Uber. Um, so how do we fa- how do we get from LaGuardia High School yes. to you being this big businesswoman? I'm not a this big designer, business. sure you are. This fashionista, this person sure that seems are. to be seems to have gone from intern four years ago <laughs> to everybody's favorite, most trusted uh, person on set. How does this? How did this all happen? What happened after LaGuardia? What happened after LaGuardia? So fun story. My mom was very much. You need a plan B. You need a plan B. You Sure. You know. Not that kind. So, <laughs> not in this particular no, story. Just a, just a, a, career, a career backup plan. Um, you know, just to make sure. <laughs> so, um, so I didn't apply to any. Well, first of all, I really wanted to leave my house because I wasn't getting along with my stepfather. Like I was just being a difficult, moody teen. Sure. He is an incredible man, and I can't believe that he put up with any of it Mm -hmm. yes but also like your teenage girl figuring shit out what are you gonna do yeah so then i ended up my mom had me apply to like suny schools and oh she had me take an aptitude test Mm -hmm. so both my parents my mom and my stepdad are in higher education Mm -hmm. they both were working at bronx community college Mm -hmm. okay and so so they're like academics academics very very much into academics Academics. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like whatever that shit is. Uh-huh. Like school things. <laughs> I took an aptitude test that they made me take at the college. And then it turned out that I would be good for public relations. Mm. Oh. Um, which, by the way, I hate mm-hmm. so much. I didn't know that then, but my mom was like, oh, you see. We'd like to talk to you about our brand. <laughs> I mean, you hate it, but you're good at it, which is because you're a good actress. I don't know. Anyway, go on. Um, Are we allowed to say actress? Yeah, you can say either one. I'm just curious. Like we, like we need to reclaim actor. Like not. Yeah, I like thought. Delineate. I thought actress is like old, old timey. I, I mean, it probably is. I'm just not of that world. So let's. I don't know. I find actor to be a more like serious term. Mm-hmm. Actor. Yeah, it's but also O-R. attributed to men and not women. So. Caradel, don't get me started. <laughs> I just spent a whole episode no. last episode. <laughs> All right, so they say PR. Uh, the results, the PR. results come in. I love the idea of an aptitude test, by the way. You just like do all this multiplication. I picture putting it in like a voting booth machine yeah. and <laughs> like then the computer that- goes beep, bop, boop, 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 boop. And then it and just it spits like, out. It's like public career. relations. Yeah. 
So <laughs> I looked for schools with public relations, but I couldn't, I, I don't know. Somehow I couldn't find my mom was like, oh, why don't you just study business? Like, it Gosh, will, that's so interesting. It's all encompassing. And I'm like, okay. So I end up going to SUNY Albany. Oh yeah. You mentioned this. The last place on earth where I belong. Mm-hmm. Um, I am grateful to SUNY Albany because I met my best friends in the world, mm-hmm, my sure. lifelong friends. Um, but yeah, so I went to SUNY Albany for business. That after was my, going to LaGuardia. After going to LaGuardia. And yeah, that's like Manhattan, LaGuardia, artistic cent- center of the world, culture, diversity. And then Albany is just like this, like we drink beer in Albany. Like oh it's a God. party school. It was uh, completely... And you had you applied to like, cons- uh, I know, like it was not an option for me to do theater after four years at LaGuardia. But not only that, guys, I'm really, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I get like, it. I was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a lot of offers like Lincoln <sighs> Center Theater, Warner Brothers. All these people wanted me. And my mother said, no, mm. you need plan B. She, well, no, it, well, that's what's, I mean, I don't know your mom and I don't want to throw your mom yeah. under the bus, but she wasn't like, you need a plan B. She's like, this is now your plan A. <laughs> now yeah. your plan A is to yeah. go into business. She's like, you can do that for fun, but I know you like to have a nice life. <laughs> mm. Oh God. It's so real so when it was, parents it just was don't so get it. It was so sad. And, and it, what was so sad too was that like my peers were sad. My teachers were sad because mm. they all wanted me to like fucking go and do the damn thing and yeah. then I'm like mm, I'm going to do business <laughs> oh my god it's yeah. so wild yeah so my first semester I was absolutely miserable I got C's in all my classes of course it was like microeconomics macroeconomics blah blah the bible is literature disgusting um, <laughs> well cause that's I mean that's a point I also want to make about aptitude tests and that mentality of like let's let's let the computer decide what you you should be doing or the numbers or whatever it's like an aptitude test sure these are things that you might be good at but that doesn't mean you should do them exactly it's yeah. like why aren't we putting our kids into passion tests like yeah. find what their passions yeah. are and they that you already knew your passion i'm getting fired up on your behalf here <laughs> <laughs> let's Anyway, so yeah, so you're there, it sucks, you're getting seized. So it sucked, and then I I guess I wrote my mom an email once, and she thought that I was going to hurt myself, mm. and so she was like, fine, just do theater. Mm. So, <laughs> so my second semester at- Which Auburn. is a very dramatic move. Yes, yes. <laughs> she delved deep inside. And also, like, I couldn't, I didn't fit in anywhere, because Albany is- was I don't know if it still is. It still is. So, so segregated. Mm. And I had never, not that I had never experienced it, but I guess not to this degree in this like micro universe that, yeah. you know, colleges are. And so like all the white kids hang out together, mm-hmm. all the Asians, the Latino girls, the Latino guys, the black girls, the black guys. Yeah. And so I, I didn't fit into any of those groups. Yeah. Obviously. And you're coming from a high school where like everybody's mixing and it's just based on like what you're. Yeah. It was based on interests and personalities. You didn't meet any other Caradels. <laughs> I assume. No, it was, it was, it was really, it was hard. Yeah. Um, and so when I started doing theater, that's when I finally was like, oh my God, thank God. And you, you were know? doing it at Albany. Yeah. So I started doing theater at Albany. Which how's their program? It was fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it was fine. I just, what I didn't like was that I like competitiveness. Mm. Like, I like to cut the fat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, anybody that signs up can play with us. Literally. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But also a recipe for uh, Big Fish Small Pond. But that's also how I met my boyfriend who I dated for three years. Oh. He was an accountant. Mm. (laughs) He was an accounting major and he was taking like acting one as a joke or like for fun. And I was taking it as part of my major and we had to do a scene together. We were scene partners and we had to kiss. It was mm. very cliche. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but then after I was doing theater in Albany and I was doing, you know, I was doing well and feeling happier. And then I had this moment of like, wait a minute, why am I doing theater in Albany? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Like I literally live in New York city the capital of theater why the hell am I here and so I spoke to my mom about transferring you're like mom I think I'm gonna hurt myself (laughs) (laughs) I thought about so I started talking to her about transferring and my boyfriend at the time was actually graduating so we ended up leaving Albany together I transferred out I transferred to City College Mm -hmm. okay and he had like a job here in the city and so we moved in together after like three or four months of dating oh i didn't know about this part of your life go on yeah there's like a lot (laughs) girl that's 29 years (laughs) it may look like 24 years i know 29 29 29 um five bonus years (laughs) i can't wait let's go how how much tape do we have left how much tape do we have um so yeah, so then I lived with my accounting boyfriend who was a sweetheart in like a, in Astoria in a basement studio wow. apartment. We dated for three years and now he's married and I'm so happy for him. And you still chat every once in a while? You know, or? yes and no. I feel like once he got engaged, it was it like, was like no. yeah. shut her down. Yeah. <laughs> really, I don't know. I just didn't feel... But I could reach out to, like, I could text him right now and just say, like, hi. Well, great. We'd like walked. you to text him right now. Yeah. <laughs> Someone actually, get me my phone. Actually, he should be here in a few moments. We thought it'd be good to fire up another microphone. Grab a chair from the next oh room, please. You thought you were coming to do a podcast? We're actually making a documentary about your life. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Which you would love. Wouldn't but who you? would play me? You. It's no. a documentary. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> I know you guys do the theater. (laughs) Forgive me, forgive me. (laughs) So she's living in Queens. She's She's going to City College. So I'm going to City College and I'm doing theater, but I end up, I don't know, I'm such a crazy person. I don't know how to just be (laughs) calm Mm -hmm. and still. So I started looking at like my transcript and I'm like, hmm, I think I could actually finish my bachelor's in three years instead of four. Mm. Let me take 10 classes a mm. semester uh-huh. in winter and summer. Oh, and so- Let's see what burnout feels like. <laughs> like, did you burn out? I didn't. Oh, wow. I, because that's how I live. Like, like it I, worked for you. I it worked need, for you. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but I'm sad because I didn't get to participate in theater as much as I wanted to because I had such a busy life. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had so much schooling and such. So this is a really interesting part is that my boyfriend at the time, his name is Chris, his mother was the house manager for a billionaire. Ah, uh, I couldn't remember how you got involved with these characters. With those characters. 
<laughs> yeah, so the, his mom was the house manager in Southampton. The family lives in New York, but has, you know, homes, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> International. And, and you said billion, billionaire. Billion. And you said billionaire. Billionaire. <laughs> so this is where my life starts to get like, what? <laughs> yeah, and how old are you? Like 22? Yeah. And you hadn't finished school yet, or you had? No, I was in school still. Yeah, I was in that third year, which, which was going to be my final where year. Where you're cramming it all in. When I was cramming it all in. <laughs> and so, and also another thing was that in order, t- I needed like three more credits and I couldn't find anything. So I found that if you costume designed a show, you could get three oh, credits for it. Oh my God, Garrett. Guess who decided to become a costume designer? <laughs> like, why not? So I ended up becoming a costume designer. Oh my God. And costuming shows. And then I kept getting work as a costume designer, which was crazy. Yeah. Like people just kept coming to me like, oh, we want you to do the show, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Like after school or school productions? After school. Wow. That's so cool. friends that had graduated and then started their own little companies Mm -hmm. and whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And even professors like... And you're like sourcing you're, you're good, stuff and sewing. Well, that's something I'll I point out sewing. too. Like you do strike me as the kind of person that you're probably just good at anything you put your mind to. I and wish. Which could I be. I really wish. Well, you were good at it costume design, like right? <laughs> no, but I've also been trying to lose 30 pounds. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. but, but what I'm saying is like somebody who wants or wanted to be an actor or whatever, like it's easy to get sidetracked from your main passion because it's like, well, I'm good at this other thing mm. just because I've struggled with that my whole life where I'm like, well, the responsible thing would be to do the thing that will actually help me make a living for myself. Right. Meanwhile, I'm like denying what I really want to be doing. Yeah, That's why um, he's really in your corner with this whole acting thing because yeah. he's a, uh, I came to comedy later than I yeah. wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you're doing costume design, so living with this guy. Design. I'm living with this guy. I'm taking 30 classes and a day. Then, and you, you meet his mom. And have a job at Lush. Just like- <laughs> Is that that like soap store yeah. with the green and yellow yeah. logo? Yeah. Uh, they're known for their bath bombs, yes. correct? Correct. Okay. I can tell you the ingredients of all of them. Are they like well, sodium bicarbonate? I no, bet. it was actually really good stuff. Okay. But, you know, I was working there, making $9 an hour. Going to school full time. At like the Manhattan Mall or something? No, on 70 something in Broadway. Mm. In the Upper West Side. I don't, it sounds like you literally had no time for anything. No, but this has been my life. This yeah. is my story. It's like, Caradell, God forbid you have time for yourself. Mm. Got it. Um, so it turned out that the family, this billionaire family, needed a nanny just for the weekend for the middle child, which is a girl. <laughs> Just for one Just, of the oh, children. So we're going to need a devoted nanny for the middle one. <laughs> She's so crazy. We're, we're billionaires. This kid is a pain in the ass. We need a devoted nanny. Yeah. So they they had three children and all three had their own nannies. Mm. And so Why not, right? I just came in because, and then so my co-nanny was. Oh my God. So everyone had a co-nanny too because obviously you can't work 24-7. It's like 24-7 shifts. Um, and yeah. she she was an actress. And so she had an audition or something. And so I came in to, you know, work for the weekend and I show up like Park Avenue, this crazy like building, this two floor, huge apartment with million dollar paintings everywhere, security in the apartment. I remember the little girl was bringing me up the stairs 
And is are these are these people like tech giants or like what? No, they're just wealthy. They just have their oh. money and everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think it's, it's old, old, right? Old money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Old money. And I remember I was passing by like one of so they had just security teams, um, and one of the security guards was like just hanging out in the house, and she was like, "Oh, and that's a security guard, but you don't need to know his name." The kid. <laughs> The kid said that to you yeah. or the mom? The daughter you were nannying? Yes. How old oh. is the daughter? She's nine at this point. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm like, you didn't need to know his name. Fucking Richie Rich, everybody. Oh, my God. It was crazy. It was crazy. But we had the best fucking time. Like, I I will never forget that feeling because I felt so connected to this child. Oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I f- it's like I fell in love with her. We had so much fun. She's so creative and dramatic and all that and has all the resources to do all those things. Yeah. yeah. So I I had a blast. And she wasn't like a total nightmare. Like you could connect no, to her. No, and I think and- she was happy too to like to connect with somebody. Sure, of course. Too that like liked the things she liked yeah. and was yeah. was there for her. Oh, that's wow. nice. Yeah, so I really, really... And how, how long did you do that job for? So that job was a total of five years. Oh, wow. But the last three of those years, I became the personal assistant to the mom. Oh, mm. so you went from nanny to assistant. I went from nanny to mom. So Did the daughter get jealous of mom? Oh, my God. That was the hardest part. Oh, no. Interesting. Because you were nannying her for two years. So transitioning from daughter to mom, like she would get really upset and always wanted me to do things with her. I just couldn't because I had to do things for her mom. She's like, Karen, I'll get back in my (laughs) office. (laughs) I know. She's like, we had a 3 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I thought I could count on you to be at nap time. Uh, instead, yeah. you're with my mom doing groceries. <laughs> no, no, that's somebody else's job. That's someone else's job. Yeah. The chef does the groceries. Oh, interesting. <gasps> Holy fuck! Oh yeah. So, oh, so there is a whole family staff. Of course, there's chef and kitchen assistants, laundress, housekeepers, nannies, laundress, dr- drivers, like, security. And I assume you probably full Downton Abbey on Park Avenue, oh, like full, servants' quarters, like full Downton Abbey. Yeah, were you yeah. like you were you, were you living there? No, no, okay. no, no. Thank God. Um, so I graduated from school. I got my bachelor's in that one year, and then <laughs> you crazy. Bitch. And then of course my mom is like, and now what? And oh so she's like, like, I was thinking you should pursue. <laughs> here's, here's your new plan she's A, like, you 1B. You should try to find something where you could still do theater, but also have like a stable income. And so I'm like, hmm, what am I going to do? It's interesting, too, because it sounds like you never totally rebelled against no, her either. Like no. you were like, well, she's got a point. I guess I should listen. <laughs> mm. I never, never rebelled against her. It's interesting. Um. So I was like, what if I become a teacher? Then I could teach during the day and at night have a theater company. Sure. So then I got into this dream of opening my own art school where during the day, you know, I was a teacher and so were like we had staff. And then at the night, the staff turned into the theater company. Mm -hmm. So all the teachers, we were all actors or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And just um, no one's sleeping, no one's <laughs> <laughs> no one's sleeping, no one's eating. No one's sleeping, no one's eating, working twenty four seven. Exactly. And you, you get your middle school acting teacher who's like, You've just been raped. 
open up that wound. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> react, react. Oh my god, you don't understand. Oh my like god. while I would do a monologue, she'd be like, "Your father doesn't love you." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> You're like, "I can cry on demand now anytime." Um, what was I saying? Uh so your mom is like, "You oh, oh, you oh. should And so, so you should get said, you're headed to teacher. teachers. So then I decide I'm going to get a master's degree mm. in childhood education. Which I know that about you. And I'm like, and I, before I was talking about it, I was did, like, you went and did that? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought you were like, here were some things I was considering at the time. No, I told you before she came over. I was like, yeah, I think she has like a master's in early childhood education or something too. But I was like, but I have no idea how that part like enters into the story. Oh my God. So we're, did you go do that <laughs> while you were nannying? Yeah. So... <laughs> did the billionaires He's pay stressed. for it? Oh, actually, I did get them to pay for it. That's, well, that's, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. That's like that's like if you're working for somebody and they're like, you're, they're like, can you run out and do a coffee run? And you're like, can I get one for myself? They're like, yeah, sure. They buy you a coffee. These billionaires buy you a fucking master's degree. And it's like well, a drop in the bucket. It wasn't yeah. like the because the family obviously owns a large corporation. And so mm. it was a corporate thing, like mm. a corporate plan that they had Okay, where, cause you're on staff because I was on staff. Interesting. Um, it's so cool. And so, but how it works is like you pay up front and then they reimburse you pending on your grades. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you're like, we'll pay for it, but you better get a fucking no a. pressure. Like, you would get a hundred percent covered if you got an A, if you got a B, like it was only 80 or mm. something like that. So interesting. So she got A's or what? So Of course. But yeah. <laughs> and where'd you do that? Where'd you get that from? At City College. Nice. So I loved City College so much and I started doing a master's degree there. And then one day, so I'm a nanny. Oh, also, I had this moment. But not full time. Are you going there like three days a week or something to nanny or and personal assistant stuff? Or, or are you doing full time and getting a master's? Mm, I, I, I guess it wasn't. I was full time school, part time nanny. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I also went through this little crisis of like, I love you so much to my boyfriend, but <laughs> I feel like I don't want to resent you later. Mm-hmm. So I got to spread my wings. Yeah, you're like, I got to say you free so I can also be free. <laughs> <laughs> and he being like the incredible angel he was, was like, okay, like, I don't want you to resent me. Like, go do what you and do. And this is at like 23 years old. Yeah, where yeah. I just, where Which I. Which we all do. We all. Yeah, you're that. all just such I thoughtful. Al- <laughs> I always had this dream of living in the city, like in Manhattan. Sure. Because I never got to do that. Of course. So even us transplants have that dream also. <laughs> and I've never done it. <laughs> so somehow I pulled it off. Uh, I got a studio apartment on 75th Street between Broadway and West End. And it was the most disgusting <laughs> place I have ever lived. Uh, like the floors were rotting. Oh, God. And how much were you paying? Uh, at the time, it was fourteen fifty, which was but for like rotted floors. Yeah. yeah, and then and so the best part is that my windows were street level, but not only were they street level, Ugh. all the garbage cans were lined up Ugh. against oh my, my window, God. so oh my I God. I could never open my window. And mm. every morning, I would be woken up to the song of this homeless man collecting cans, collecting cans. Mm. For almost $1,500 a month. Yeah. Which is a deal 
No. This is going to give us great visual material for the documentary. <laughs> yes, it really is. But if anyone's interested, I'm so down to do a documentary. Yeah. Or like a biopic <laughs> yeah, or something. The, we got to sell the story of your yourself. life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, we got this ideas. Is, we got ideas. This is the next iteration of A Star is Born. <laughs> yes, it I is. I haven't watched I, it. I haven't either, neither. but we need a brown star is born. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I guess Diana Ross did it. Fine. Uh, <laughs> caramel colors. <laughs> um, so, so the, the whole arrangement with my boyfriend was that we were going to break up and I was going to move out and... It turned out we didn't really break up. Like we kept yeah. obviously seeing each other. Sure. Then one day, randomly, the mom's personal assistant quit. And she, and so I was like, holy shit, I know how much that girl makes. Mm. Because one time we were in Palm Beach. So that's another thing. As a nanny, I traveled everywhere with the family. Yeah. And they have homes in, you know, various places. And I got to fly in private jets. And wow. I'm like, oh my God. Like, Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. And you literally like fell into the, the job. Like that was, how how did you? Oh, so I was only supposed to work there that one weekend. Right. Because the girl had an audition. But the little girl loved me so much that they kept calling me back. Yeah. The original nanny had an audition. Little did you know you were also auditioning. Yeah. The little girl was like, She's you're cast. my favorite now. <laughs> yeah. I never want to see the other I one know. again. There was a little tension there. Oh, I'm mm. sure. Like, of like who's the favorite. Yeah. Caradel yet again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> At like twelve o'clock, I'm like, let's have Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, this is the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> that little girl makes me eat vegetables. It sucks. I have a feeling that girl has a long life to look forward to of similar, uh, you know, just like privilege and oh, you know, yeah. Cheetos at midnight in other forms. Oh sure, it only got better and better. I'm sure. <laughs> Um, so you got the new studio. So you studio. find out about the personal assistant. I find yeah. out about, and I think, and, and now I'm in grad school. Mm-hmm. So I'm in grad school and I was nannying, but now this personal assistant thing came in and I wanted to be considered, but, um, I didn't, I didn't say anything. And the mom ended up coming to me and saying like, Hey, can you fill in while, we're looking for someone. I know that you're in school. Like you yeah. just need help in the meantime. And I said, yes, like I would love to. And actually I'd love to be considered for the role. I can go to school part-time instead of whatever. Okay. You asked for what you wanted. That's a, that's a good to, that's a good thing to do. So I ended up getting the job, but she did interview other people, mm-hmm. but it was incredible because I had the whole staff behind me mm-hmm. um, it, because it was like one of them like running for yeah. president, mm. <laughs> breaking the glass ceiling mm-hmm. and they were going to have someone on the other side. Yeah. Oh, because so, then you would be managing all of those staff people. Yeah. Wow. Um, At like 23 years old, 24. It's bizarre. Wow. <laughs> Boss bitch. Boss bitch. Uh, so I ended up getting the job, which was amazing. And... I was her assistant for three years and fun story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of, I was miserable, obviously, because the work was insane. The work was, the work was insane. The culture was, was difficult. You were getting like let in a little bit more into like what was really going on as opposed to just like hanging with the daughter that you were connecting with. Yeah. Now I, I'm like seeing the way these people talk about 
things mm. and, and their opinions and politics and mm. just the way that they treat people. And I didn't agree with that. Yeah. Um, so and these are literal billionaires. Like, so these people, <laughs> like, do they know president? Like, do, do they know like Barack Obama? Like, do, are, are they? They're are, on the other side. Oh, okay. So like. <laughs> so the did red, they have the a fundraiser for Mitt Romney? Yes. But they're like involved. So they're, in, they're, in, they're involved at that level. Yeah. Like they, they have a. Fa- they're like, influencing politics. Yes. Oh, 100%. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're, you were a, I mean, you, you said you grew up not affluent in New York city. Right. Like, so you're seeing, and this is a park Avenue, two floor apartment. So you're seeing how the other half lives I'm, and then yeah. it's affecting you on a deeper level. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. interesting. But I've always, I kind of always felt like my life mission was to, to break through to the other side mm-hmm. for everyone else. Sure. You know? So I was so happy to be in that position of and power and to be able to make change. Mm. And Yeah. And you felt like you were on some level. I did. I really do. I know like with the staff, I helped them so much. Like like I was their lawyer. You know, yeah, that's yeah, what they yeah. would call me. Like mm. I'm the one who was signing their kids up for school and booking their oh tickets my gosh. and like if they get something in the mail that they don't understand or the kids wow. didn't get the homework. Like mm. Um, and even little things like this daughter that you were nannying, like you were a person of color that she, yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming these, this family were white. white people. Yeah. Uh, They're white. Uh, <laughs> so that's so cool. Like you are this like very prominent person in this girl's life and she probably, as much as you won't forget her, she, you probably have a special place for her I hope so. in some I way. Bet. Um, yeah, and there were comments made even to me, even oh, actually while I was being considered. And so I have the whole team of the staff, right? So I have eyes and ears everywhere in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently mom was on the phone talking to someone about me being considered for the role. And one of the housekeepers told me that she had said on the phone, well, we have to see how she writes. English is not her first language. <gasps> meanwhile, but it kind of is. Meanwhile, right? I'm in a getting like, a master's degree. Yeah, and, and like I, you've spoken English your entire <laughs> life. It's like equal languages, I yeah, assume, yeah. right? It's like I'm actually just a fluently bilingual person. <laughs> it was, what what it was the main language at home? I grew up speaking Spanish at home and yeah. learning English in school. Yeah, but I feel more confident and comfortable in English than I do in Spanish. Yeah. Well, and it's like, Ugh. you literally were just communicating, like, you're But American. it's like she had never met me before. Like, we've had conversations, you know? English is not her first English language. is not her first language. I will never forget that. Ugh. Ugh. I know. Imagine. Imagine. So then you worked for her for three years. Did did something happen? What, yeah. What, what so went here, through? This is, <laughs> you're like, here we go. I've never, this is, I'm going public. <laughs> oh, yes. You heard it here first, you folks. Heard it here All five first. of you listen. Yeah, yeah. So, buckle up. I'm in my office going, typing away, blah, blah, blah. I get a text message from the daughter. The daughter is not nine anymore. I haven't been her nanny for three years. Mm-hmm. And so, what is she now? Like 12, 13, yeah. like icky tween. <laughs> She really, I mean, she kind of turned into a monster after I like had to step away, which sucks. And she texts me and she's like, 
you have to go to the museum and take pictures of this stuff because I need it for my project tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, yeah, you have to go to the museum and take pictures of all this stuff because she needed proof that she went to the museum oh, for God. a project. That's cheating. And doesn't she have a fucking nanny to do this for her? <laughs> so I was like, absolutely not internally. And I go upstairs. I don't know how I muster the courage. And I said to her, to her mother, I said, I need to speak to you. Oh no, God, guys, I'm sorry. I ruined that. That didn't uh, start like that. <laughs> I went upstairs to her and I was like, um, your daughter just wrote me a message saying that I had to go to the museum to take pictures of her for a school project. And I'm thinking she's going to be like, what? Like blah, blah, blah. She yeah. was like, you have to go. Well, you, you have to go. If you don't go, then she won't graduate. My Jesus. Wow. But can uh, I tell you when graduation was? The next day. <laughs> <laughs> Carol's so, making a great face right now. I, sw- <laughs> I swallow my pride and I walk out the house and I just start hysterically crying Aww. as I'm walking to the museum, to the Met. I'm walking to the Met. I call my mom furious and my mom is very, very like, rational mm-hmm. and so she's like gaudy you know <laughs> just body blah, blah like trying to calm me down i'm like this is not what i want to hear so i call my aunt titi daini <laughs> oh titi daini titi daini turns she's like uh-uh you did not go to school for some girl to be telling you like just leave just leave you don't need the money we'll figure it out like but i'm like exactly that's what i needed to hear Yes, I live for so her. It, it was it was a moral like you were moral. It was something that you it were was, morally uncomfortable with. I was so uncomfortable. You just hit the wall. You were just yeah. like, I guess, I guess. Yeah. Because in retrospect, like, is it that big of a deal? But I I'm guess sure there were other things that you had Rolodex away that yeah. suddenly oh flashed forward at this request or so something. I do the stupid pictures. I come back. <laughs> oh gosh. And that's when I tell the lady. Like, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And she froze. She looked like a skeleton. Just for you saying I need to yeah. talk to you. And I said, I'm not quitting. And she's like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> she thought I was about to quit. Yeah. I said, I just want to be clear with you about some boundaries. Yes. And I'm, I'm here to support you and your family and I will do it gladly. But I have boundaries and doing your daughter's homework is not something I'm comfortable with. I said, I did it today, but please don't ask me to do that type of work moving forward. Fuck yes, bitch. And then did that, did that make her let you go? Well, then she, she's looking at me and is kind of embarrassed. And she's like, well, Anna Wintour helps her daughter with her homework. And I said, and that's, that's great for Anna. That's what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. And, and also Anna is her daughter's mother. Like <laughs> Anna, Anna's, Anna's, Anna's not sending staff people into, not, I mean, she not, probably not even, is, but not even help. Like they didn't ask you to help the daughter with her homework. They said, "Can you cheat for our daughter?" Yeah, who has two legs that could just walk her fucking ass to the mat? Yeah, she's got legs and she knows how to she use them. She knows how to use them. <laughs> she was on the track team. <laughs> <laughs> she literally knows how to use them. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. So I know I was like, "That's all fine and good." I'm just letting you know what I feel comfortable with. I walked out of there feeling like a boss bitch. Yeah. Like yes. hell fucking yes, Cardell. Yes. Like you did it. And then the security guard comes into my office oh, and he was like, oh, you know, she just told me what happened. I was like, oh, what did she say? And he said that she sent 
well, I have to respect Caradel. So here I am like, okay, this is change. I'm making change. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, there is hope. There is change. Cut to <laughs> oh, God. the next day when I walk into the house, because my office was in her house. She does not acknowledge me. Oh, the daughter on. or the mom? The mom. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, one of those days. I walk in. I <laughs> so this wasn't like completely foreign. No, not completely foreign okay. because sometimes she. Yeah. So I'm, I start working or emailing and I get a phone call and it's our corporate office in Kansas. <laughs> and they said, um, she would like you to work from Mr.'s office this week. And I said, like a person from Kansas has to deliver that information. And she's to in you. the fucking house. Yeah, she's literally like, <laughs> but like within, she's in the same room. Yes. And That's, she had somebody from Kansas call you to tell so you to move to Kansas a different place, to move to another office, to her husband's office. So to and they call him. Oh, they, you're just saying Mister. Okay, I'm like, is that what they called? <laughs> but actually, yes. <laughs> they just called him Mister. Mister and Mrs. That's so oh, weird. Oh my we god! We were never allowed to say their name. Oh, ugh. People are fucking nuts. No, yeah. you have no idea. I don't, and I don't want to know. It was so just. To, but I just want to point this out. Like, as a 24, 25 year old girl, you said to her, "Woman, I, woman, I have boundaries. This is on. This thing makes me uncomfortable, and I'm. I. I won't. I won't do that kind of work. Like you deliver that information directly and simply." Uh, Without emotional to drama. Like a, to a grown person yeah. with a family. And then that person responds by having her other staff from Kansas call you to say, can yeah. you not work next to Fucking her? Fucking loser. Yeah. 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 So I was like, okay. And so I like take my bag and I go to work at Mr.'s office. <laughs> I can't. I can't with the Mr. <laughs> so I work there for, I mean, one or two days. I remember... and. I'm not in contact with her. We're not really talking. We're not emailing. I'm like, she's giving me the cold shoulder. I'll give her her space. But then I was like updating all the contacts and it was Bruce Jenner came up. And this (laughs) was right after like Caitlyn. Mm -hmm. So she had transitioned. Right after Caitlyn transitioned. So I took a picture and I was like, ha ha, I guess I'm changing this to Caitlyn or something like that. To try to like break the ice. Yeah. No response. You're like, come on, it's a trans job. Let's do it. And then, so, so I was the personal assistant, but there was also a house manager. Which was your, which was not your ex-boyfriend's mother at this point anymore. Well, this is the house manager in New York because there was a house manager in Southampton and this one in New York. The one in New York, he was best friends with my ex-boyfriend. Okay. And he and I became best friends. And the only way we got through that era was together. And he shows up at the office and I'm like, Hey babe, like, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. And I see that he looks a little nervous and I hug him and he just whispers in my ear, shit's going down. Shit's going down. (laughs) Oh my God. And I remember looking up, like I was still holding him and looking up and I was like, I'm getting fired. And he goes, "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm. So he walks me to the office where I was and he's shaking starts crying puts me on speaker with kansas and they're like with kansas carol you know it's really been a pleasure working with you but we have restructured the family staff and there's no longer need for your position Mm -hmm. sure classic and i was like okay cool (laughs) 
And did you did you leave without saying goodbye? Like, were there any moments of like saying goodbye to the daughter or the mom? And you never saw them again. Never saw them again. That's so fucking eerie and fucking weird. It is so weird. And sad. It's so sad that some people can build their lives to like not have to um, have like there's no emotional stakes for them. You know, like they can just. No, they're literally like next. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Which like so wait but where so how did you start working in fashion like when you were interning right. where you met Ross that was five years ago so were you doing that at the same time as all of this so during she my- was still costume designing at night on the weekends yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was costume designing you're like you know what this is really cool working for billionaires but I've got some mornings I could fill. <laughs> Uh, but I do want to check in real quick. We should probably try to wa- wrap up in the like 15 minutes if we can. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm almost near the it end. It sounds like we've got a saga on our hands. <laughs> I mean, and- I think that people are tuned in. So if it's yeah. a little bit of a long episode, it's okay. Um, I can always come back. Yes. <laughs> we can do a part two, two. To be continued. Part two of the Carousel story. I mean, we will also have the documentary crew <laughs> for that one. That's true. That's true. I was thinking about that. I'm like, they won't have cameras today. Will they? <laughs> <laughs> well, I better do my hair at least. <laughs> cameras. Cameras. I don't have cameras on the day I have a crick in my neck. <laughs> a stiff neck. A stiff Thank neck, you. Yeah. Yes, we don't say crick. Thank you. <laughs> Only Mary Kate and Ashley say. <laughs> Which uh, also really dates you because I'm just like, I've never seen one of those movies before. I'm like, you're definitely uh, under 30. <laughs> yeah. I lived for that shit. Um, All right, so she's costume designing. Costume she's- designing, whatever. And so I was unhappy. I was starting to look for a way out. Before any of the shit went down. Before this shit went yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I had already started looking. Is I, your inner actor child frustrated also? Like, are you kind of like, man, I, I wanted to be acting right now? Or were you, was it just kind of like, I'm paying bills. I've got this cool apartment in the no, city. No, I like, never felt like, ah, oh, I'd rather be acting. No, yeah. you didn't. No. Hmm. I never did. Yeah. It was it was strange because it was something I loved so much, but then... And that you knew you were good at. But then it was like, eh. Yeah, and it was also like the other nanny had the acting thing, so like mm-hmm. I couldn't be an acting person too. <laughs> <laughs> she filled that yeah, role, yeah. so I was like a costume designer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, in my journey of like, oh, I need to find something else. I got like a recruiter, um, came to me, and so I started interviewing for other kind of similar positions, but more fashion people. Mm. Okay. Because one, it was a Thanksgiving and I was at my mom's house in the basement. We were cleaning and I found this old journal of mine and it was like a black journal with milky pen. Do you remember milky pens? No. Like where it was black paper and then the pens you wrote in were like white and pastel colors. It was one of those. And it was a letter to me in the future from 10 year old Caradel. Oh my God. What a cool thing to find. Oh my God. And, and that you I just like did it on your own too. And I'm so happy that I did that. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's like, dear Caradel. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, did you go to a dorm? <laughs> that was the first question. Did was you like, go to a dorm? Did you go to a dorm? You're like, yeah, in fucking Albany. <laughs> the second question was, do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> Please say yes. I and love the, that it wasn't a letter to future you. It was an interrogation yeah, yeah. of future right, like, you. Bitch, you better have gotten this yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I was bossing you, myself around. Yeah. Like, I'm going to need you to get that dorm. I'm going to yeah. need you to get that dick. Yeah. Yeah. Dorm and dick. What else do you need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
so and the last question was did you become a fashion designer oh my god and that's so interesting like, <gasps> <gasps> you're like little caradelle i hear you and i had remembered i used to as a child i had a marble composition notebook that i would sketch like gowns mm-hmm. and dresses and fashion and i always made clothes for my barbies and things like mm-hmm. that and i'm like <gasps> this is what you've always wanted it's fashion <laughs> and so i decide i'm like i'm gonna apply to fit Okay. You're like, I've got this master's degree. Time to go to fashion school. <laughs> exactly. So I'm like, let me be a PA and apply to FIT. I end up applying to FIT and getting in, which was bizarre because there was like this whole portfolio I had to put together and I had nothing. Yeah. But your resume must have been stacked with like such cool, like New York, like born in New York, LaGuardia I mean, High but you School. You don't write that on a resume. Yeah, but like yeah. I don't. Well, I guess. But either way, like. But, yeah, but like what is this, the port? So what's the portfolio yeah. that the you portfolio created? Portfolio was like you had to recreate. You had to create a room. You had to do a self-portrait. Oh shit! And like there were kind of like little challenges and plus like work that you've done. Yeah. So I end up getting in. I'm like so happy. And so at the time that I got let go, I had already been scheduled to start FIT in mm. August. Oh, so you were like, see you later, bitch. So I was like, well, I guess like that's what I'm going to do. And was it for another bachelor's degree? Um, Actually at FIT, they don't let you go straight into a bachelor's. You have to start with an associate's. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So, yeah. So I had been trying to get a job in fashion. I couldn't get anything. I didn't have the right experience. And that's why I said, well, then I'll get the schooling. You yeah. Know? And that will help me. And I kept trying to get work. I couldn't get anything. And that's when I settled for an internship. <laughs> I had severance While money. While you were still at FIT. I was at FIT. Okay. I had severance money from like being let go. And I supplemented that with, I Airbnb'd my apartment for months. And I like lived with my grandma the Upper West Side apartment. No, this is Inwood. Oh, okay. So now I'm in Inwood. Oh my God. So I lived with my grandma so that I could Airbnb my apartment so that I could pay my rent while I'm an intern. Yeah. And going to school. And that's how I ended up there. Which is how we met. So you're so fucking exhausted because you're making all these things work however you can. You show up to an internship where Ross won't treat you like a person. <laughs> where I'm just as bad as the fucking bitch. Yeah. You were personal assistant. Yeah, yeah. I was interning full time and going to school full time. So I was in, I was at the fashion company from nine to five. And then I would go to school six to 10. Wow. And that was Monday through Friday. And like you, you know, as I'm, as you well know, like most of the interns at this place, are coming from wealthy families. Right. Don't have to worry about shit. Right. Like you're the exception. Like. Yeah. In every way. <laughs> pretty much. Did you have any uh, classes with Tim Gunn? No. <laughs> Is he a he's, he's Parsons. Parsons. Oh, Parsons. 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 I have his book literally right over Ross's left shoulder. It says Guns, Golden Rules. Tim Gunn. I gotta dig in. We <laughs> I got to dig in. I haven't in. read it yet. Uh, and yeah, like I think just to defend myself, <laughs> even though I'm defenseless, uh, 
Yeah, I just like I grouped you in with like the rest of these other useless interests. Well, I would be like waste. I'm like, y'all are wasting my fucking time. You don't even know how to steam you don't shit. Know how to steam, yeah. You don't know how to fucking steam shit. Like, also, you're not even really here to help me. You're here to help full time people. Yeah. Nobody's introduced. You know, so it's just like creating an environment of bitchiness. Well, it's also like you it's don't want to give names to the animals you're gonna slaughter. You know. <laughs> Are you yeah. saying that about me? Oh well, no, my no. God. Jesus People Christ. in general, like uh, if you have a farm, you don't name the cows because mm. then you grow too close to them emotionally if you're All just right. going to slaughter them later. I'll take this journey with you. So maybe <laughs> you didn't want to get too emotionally close to any of these interns because you're never going to see well, them again. I, to, I gave... <laughs> I gave a few interns a chance. And I will say I have tried desperately to change my ways because I don't think that that is an appropriate way to treat people. And I know that I can get like caught in that trap with people sometimes with where, you know, you're just you become dismissive and you're like in your flow of how you work at this stupid place because you feel like you're you have like senioritis or some Mm -hmm. shit, you know. And so then you're just like treating people badly. And that sucks. Yeah. So I do try to fight that shit. Uh, And sweet little Caradel. I didn't know that she had had this life, whole, this whole life, <laughs> my story, and that she was an adult woman that had lived yeah. many lives. I know. Yeah, and had uh, been put through the ringer. Had been put through. The, had put herself through the ringer. <laughs> but then, like. but then you got hired there. You were you like worked together for yeah. a while. Yeah. So I so I was an intern for a semester, and then one of the people there was able to get me a job at a swimwear company. Because there were no jobs at the... Oh, really? Yeah, so I ended up working at Kini, which is like these crochet bathing suits. Mm-hmm. I worked there for a, I worked there for a <laughs> few months, and then when a production assistant role opened, um, I came back. Mm-hmm. And that's oh. how I became full-time. Yeah, because there was a period where I didn't see you. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't until you were full-time that then we realized that. we were meant to love each other. Yeah, for sure. And now you're like running another label, right? What's your what's your story now? <laughs> what's your story now? Girl, do we have time? <laughs> we run out of tape. Well, I'm, Shit. I'm very excited about these things that you have going on in your career right now. What's as, the next degree you're as playing a, <laughs> like, I've been looking at MBAs. Of course you have. Of course you have. <laughs> I really did. And my you has one. It's like a fashion, like luxury fashion MBA, and it's only one year. Let's see how we feel in another year. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I love school. I'm because just Apparently, such, Jesus you know, Christ. You know, I will say, I was saying that to somebody recently. I love school too. I miss it. I love the classroom <sighs> I environment. I do not. If I could afford it, I would do a comedy workshop every every month yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I love that shit. That would be my dream to just be a student. Yeah. I mean, you I can. Wealth. You can. Yeah. You go for PhD and don't they like, they just like pay you tuppence to like <laughs> do research <laughs> or some <laughs> shit. Tuppence. Tuppence. I love the idea you know the of you being a doctor, <laughs> like a doctor of fashion. <laughs> I mean, uh, if anyone, it would be a mother of the house. It's, of it's very mm. true. The mother of the house. Could you guys like explain what the hell that is? <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking late night shenanigans. Yeah. So at this company that we both have worked at, uh, there's like late night shoots all the time during the very busy fashion weeks that mm-hmm. happen around the globe. Yes. And uh, so like fucking maniac crazy people, we would like work until... Yeah, well, three. I would work till like three or four. Poor Caradel would be working until like six o'clock in the morning, like packing up these fucking collections, like making sure everything's still mm-hmm. there. 
Uh, like Dr. Fashion herself. <laughs> Dr. Fashion, packing up collections till six o'clock in the morning. She's on call. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been paged. All insurance is accepted. <laughs> Um, and we just like through these like late night shoots, there was like this little crew of us that kind of came out of that, of those late night shoots, like losing our mind, realizing like, oh, we all kind of like love each other the most. And like, we all kind of have a similar sense of humor and like realize that this is like insane work that we're doing. And thank God that we are doing it together. And like, oh my God, we know each other and we like connect in a, in a deeper way. And, uh, and I guess it's like me, you, and Belaine mostly, right? And Zach is in there too. I think Zach is in there. I mean, we let him in. But. <laughs> I know. Well, you discovered that you all were doing work at the same level and effectiveness and helping yes. each other. And, and that- also have a dialogue in like... Paris is burning. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> extravaganza, eleganza. Gay, gay drag queen. Yeah. La Gaila. La, La Gaila, if so, you will. So where there's a house of uh, La Beja, <laughs> you became house, house of, of consistency. consistency. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Right. So, you know, melding our, our worlds of uh, being, you know, not, I don't like the words um, fag hag anymore because obviously mm, nobody really likes yeah. that. But I did heard flame dame, which I kind of... <laughs> <laughs> So we just, you know, we recognize flame dames in ourselves yeah. and the history of like gay New York City yeah. and that we both love it and know it and honor it. And uh, the House of Consistency was born. Cute. So, ten, <laughs> so, so yeah. ten, okay, shade. Got it. So 10 year old Caradel, is she proud of 29 year old Caradel? Oh, that's such a good question. Like, I am so proud. Did you oh, get a door? Good. I'm so glad. I was so relieved. I was like, if she doesn't say that she's fucking proud. No, I'm so, <laughs> so proud. Good. Oh. I know. I'm going to cry, guys. I know. You should. Well, I'm so, I'm so proud of you because when I met you, when I met you at dinner, you were telling us about this guy you work for, this designer. Mm-hmm. You're you're more than his assistant. It sounds like you're a real collaborator. No, that's not. You're like that's, that's not your title. You're like a title. bigger title. Producer? Brand manager. Um, Hello, come apologies. through. <laughs> Hello, come, come through. through. <laughs> and remind me, this she's is, got cards. Thank you very much. <laughs> and obviously, I mean, do you want to say his name? Like, is it? What, you can if you want. I, I mean, nobody's listening. <laughs> I guess the point is that you're doing like important work. You're doing design work for your, your you found a, like a role in this fashion industry that like makes much more sense to you. It sounds like, yeah, and where you're like, your skill set is being appreciated in a way that maybe it wasn't yes prior and no. to. Um, I definitely feel like I made the right choice Yeah, and that I'm able to build a reputation for myself rather than on behalf of a company. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I feel like I work from home. Yeah. And I've been able to do things that I just like put myself there. And that's how I ended up. Like I ended up designing for one of the brands and styling a campaign. And it's amazing. So it's amazing. So, I mean, it's not all fulfilling work. Of course not. But. What is? It's getting there. <laughs> and I feel, I feel like I'm getting close to, to my time. I just, I don't know. From hearing all of this stuff, it's like, you're clearly 
a really intelligent, creative, talented person who knows how to. And I mean, I've seen you in action, obviously. I mean, like what this girl was doing in Paris when we were working there together was like literally insane. Like just working around the clock, like mm -hmm. navigating, turns, sleeping, taking turns, sleeping, navigating a foreign country, like <laughs> just like dealing with people for the first time in a way that like I would always say to her, I'm just like, I would be like fucking losing my shit and she can keep her cool in a way that mm -hmm. like. I know this bitch <laughs> cannot. Mm -hmm. Even once Ross had a tantrum with me. I did. It wasn't at you, no, no, but no. you did. Unfortunately, you did have to deal it. with you were You were sucked into the vortex. But that's and also another reason why I fell so deeply in love with her, because I was like, she gets that that was not about yeah. her and mm -hmm. that I literally just had to like bust out I because I was losing my fucking shit. And that it was just my pure inner animal frustration. And she was like, I still love you, whatever. No, because you came over and you were like, I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> want to be like that with my best girl. <laughs> Which is like, true. Ross, I know that it wasn't at me. Was it about, was it, did it involve hunger? It involved hungry? fucking shoes with anklets. <laughs> mm. Goddamn anklet shoes. <laughs> it was like a still life thing. Mm. And I had to like string up these structureless shoes. And it was like 2.30 in the morning. Mm. And I just was like I, I just oh, I lost God. it I lost oh. it but then it became a great joke <laughs> she was with anklets I mean to go down in history yeah. quite, quite literally well this has been amazing you I two know. are sisters you two we are, are sisters from can, another mister yeah not the mister or we could who's be sisters office. in law Oh, oh yeah, David. You know she's single. <laughs> oh, and David is listening. He's one of our five listeners. <laughs> Newly single. Hey, David. Uh, hey, Bobby. Ew, ew. I'm like, so my brother. Oh God. Uh, and you have some stuff coming out that people can buy at Pack Sun at the store, yes. right? Yes, oh, yes, yes. Shit. Which I feel like if you told ten-year-old Caradell, she would shit her <gasps> pants. And that I, is so true. Honestly, twenty-nine-year-old Caradell wants to shit her pants. Yeah. As she should. Like, so shit cool. them right here. Okay. <laughs> Take a dump right Clean here. Clean up a pile of my panties. <laughs> where do we? Where can we find that gear when it comes out? Um. So it will be right now. You can actually purchase it at Selfridges. Love it. The brand Ooh, is called Basketball Skateboards. Basketball Skateboards. That's such a cool name. That sounds yeah. like a punk band name. It's it's interesting. I kind of, I walked into the project while it was already kind of running. Um, and I just got to like help design the spring collection and that comes out in March. That's so cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and you're on IG. Can people find you on IG? Yeah. Twitter? What, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I do Instagram. I'm not a big... Not a big grammar, but I have been trying. <laughs> She's been picking it up lately. Thank you. Though. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. That was, you had a you had the funniest Thanksgiving st IG story. Oh I my saw god! Like. I showed it to. I was like, look at this bitch. That was very funny. <laughs> and he let out an audible laugh. What, what is your uh, Instagram handle? My Instagram handle is at Caradel, but it's C and then the number four oh. as the letter A. Oh. Okay. R I D E L. That's you're, right. you're like a uh, a coder, like a hacker. It's probably our next degree. Let's be honest. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's for next time. <laughs> she's. I didn't tell I'm you like, guys, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like she's not even thirty. I'm like how many degrees yeah. and like how many different careers? Like, 
I think the sky's the limit, girl. Yeah. But you. also, we need to talk about that self-care. That might be part mm. two. Oh, my you God. Know, let's get some naps on your calendar. <laughs> For real. Some fucking naps. Some fucking like spa treatments Nutrition or something. is my biggest mm, thing for yeah. sure. Part two. Part All right. two. Well, we'll okay. see it. Part two. Uh, <laughs> Where we tell you how to take care of yourself yeah. because that's actually something we're like, okay. Uh, yeah. We know how to take it easy. All right. Well, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fine. Wrap it up. Carol, I love you. I love you. Thank you so much. I, I, I'm not sure if I love you. I like you very much. Oh, you uh, love her. Well, I just want to respect her boundaries. She has boundaries now. She clearly now. is fine with it. All right. I love you, Carol. Thanks for doing the show. <laughs> All right. And thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks Bye. for having me. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs>